Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's 38. Episode 38 of the Bud Pod Podcast. Thank you for staying with us this long. Hope you've had a nice week. Is 38, um, is 38 a significant number to you in any way? 38, no. No. The 30s, aside from the Jesus year of 33, are quite uh, uneventful, really. I guess the 1930s were eventful. No, of course. We yes. could have been doing episode 30, like, like, like the rise, rise to power of Hitler. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it would have been a depressing way to start a show. Thirty nine will be big, I guess, next next week's. Yeah, yeah. The the or or thirty seven for the Chinese. That was when Japan invaded uh, Manchuria. Oh, we made those last episode. Yeah, we missed it. I was taught. No wonder I had I had a chill up my <laughs> spine the whole time. I was taught in history at school. They were like, we mustn't be Eurocentric without you know. If you were only American, World War Two is nineteen forty one. Ah, of course. Late of course. forty, late forty one, started forty two. China thirty seven, us thirty nine. Ah, yes. Ooh, oh. etc. Eh? Yeah. Yes. Um. Yes. Uh. And Phil, you. You are on tour, and it's already selling like the proverbial toasted cakelets. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, I'm going on tour of the UK in February for like two months. I'm going all around. Feb. February. And, and it's selling. It's selling out. Some shows have sold out. I'm put on some extras here and there. I'm starting off at Bristol, the old Vic in Bristol, which would be very good. That'd be very fun. I think uh, we uh, we added a matinee show to that. That's on the second Feb. So if you live in Bristol, do check out the old Vic in Bristol on the second Feb with your friend Phil Wang. You gonna bath? Um, am I going to bath? No, I think Bristol. The idea is that Bristol will serve. I get you. Around the West Country, the bath area. Yes. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, that was a big sneeze. Wow, look at the spike on that recorder. Yeah, Pierre's sneezes scare me as well, so I always scream as he sneezes. Yeah, it may ba- passes by think it's something I'm doing to spite Phil. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Whereas I'm sneezing because Phil, uh, as I've learned from tourism adverts, like everyone from Malaysia, is covered in a fine dust of spices at all times. Yeah, and when I'm shocked, um, a sort of cloud in my shape in, like <laughs> settles. like it, it, it bursts forth from my body. A delicious then, cloud. And then hangs in the air for a second. <laughs> what was that advert? Goes away. That advert, where the one we keep referencing obliquely, where there's just swirling tablecloths and... Men with white gloves going beckoning you to a big pile of spices. <laughs> It'll be like a, a Malaysia Truly Asia tourism ad. Malaysia Truly Asia. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah I always used to sing it as uh, Malaysia. It's in Asia. <laughs> Just like they're really trying to underline. It's far away. It's, I like it. It goes Malaysia Truly Asia. So we grew up to that. I like India's one. India is. It's got a real minor twist at the end. It goes, Incredible India. Ooh. It's harmonically very interesting. Well, we did, um, God, ages ago now, we did those parody adverts. Ooh, it's spicy. Come to see the spices. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
But I didn't realize India had such a... Incredible India. I guess we don't know what England has. Yeah. I remember... I've, I've never seen one. I've been abroad. I've never seen a tourism ad for England. I've seen Visit Wales a lot. Uh-huh. And it will always be... I've seen it on, on English television, and it'll be That's like... like a, Bread of Heaven, right? Bread of Heaven softly in the background, and Rob Brydon and Michael Sheen uh, yes, nodding and smiling at <laughs> lava bread while riding horses. Yeah, yeah, that's and a, right. and a, and a, and a, and a man doing dry stone walling, and they're going, they're going. This is brilliant. <laughs> Come to Wales, but also like failing. you won't even notice for a bit. <laughs> that should that should be the that should be the tagline for visit Wales. You won't even notice for a bit, <laughs> Michael Sheen. Come to Wales, you won't even notice for a bit. <laughs> for for a few miles, you'll think you're still in England. Until you start seeing a uh, 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 a raff on the road. Yes, yes, yes. When you we, the the rule is in the car, the first raff you see, you all cheer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the little game they get people to play. <laughs> Wales, you won't notice for a bit. You won't notice for a bit. Does um is there a South African tourism ad song? Oh God, there was a visit South Africa thing on TV. A while ago. I can't remember the tune. I'll have to look it up. It was very much like elephants, but also restaurants. <laughs> do, 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 do. Like, 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 ah. <laughs> like, uh, it's wild and crazy, but we have steak tartar. Boop, 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 boop. Like, uh, ethnic dancing for you to watch that uh, we've you know set up exclusively for you. It wouldn't necessarily just be happening for your benefit, without you know. <laughs> but also, you could buy a, you could go shopping in a mall and buy a handmade ring. It's yeah. it's really trying to emphasize that you you will be safe. Look, it's fine, and also we have things. Yeah, <laughs> we have all the things you think we have. We have got the elephants and the giraffes. All the things you want, yeah. Yeah, but also. A lot of, say, Cape Town, where the tourists might go, is basically just sort of L.A. or what? Like it's like, yeah, we have a, a, a waterfront and a white sand beach and a shopping mall. Oh, like this lots of restaurants. This week, I saw a clip on online of um, someone. They were in like on a safari, like an African safari. Yeah. And they, I think, it looked like they were just in a car, like a normal car. Um, and, oh, and the rhino comes and fucks it up. Oh no, no, this was a lion, a lioness. Oh yeah. The person is the lioness is at the 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 door of the car, just sort of pawing at it and looking through into the window. And this person is just sort of filming the lioness on the door. Oh like no! And the the the, the, the lioness then just uses her teeth to open the door and just starts to open the door. No. <laughs> Get fucked. And you see the person who's filming ah! and like reach over and grab it. <laughs> And quickly lock it. They but hadn't locked the doors. There's either. a second there where <laughs> your heart skips because it's just like this person going, "Oh, look at this!" Like, <laughs> I I suspect that that's in a. I don't know. That might be in a European safari park. Oh uh, yeah, if it's just in the car. I mean, you can drive normal cars through some safari parks, but you wouldn't because it would fuck the car. Like it's it, it's mm. often dirt tracks, you know. Oh yeah, and. You need to expose animals to a normal car so that they can watch people get in and out an awful lot for them to learn that. Yeah, of course. Apparently, last time I was on Safari, the guy was saying uh, the animals tend to perceive in silhouette. 
And so the Jeep full of people, mm. like open top Jeep with like t- eight people in, it sees that as just this kind of jumbly monster. Yeah. And that's why they say never get out. Because uh. once you get out of the Jeep, they go, that's a fucking separate thing. Oh, okay. Look at that separate thing running away. And then they're really on you. Oh, okay, okay. So even, so even if like, the Jeep breaks down, stay... Yeah, stay in the goddamn vehicle. Yeah. Because okay. they go, hey, that rumbly monster that comes around sometimes is... Uh, Sleeping? I don't know. Because <laughs> okay. they sort of, in the same way that lions don't generally fuck with like elephants, unless they think there's a chance of killing it. Mm. It's just a big thing they can't kill that's nearby. Yeah. And doesn't really, they don't really interfere with each other. So as but a then big, if like the elephant's trunk just jumped detached, off and walked and away. Hey! <laughs> Wait a minute, that looks edible. <laughs> I could beat that. I could beat that in a fight. The trunk's like... <laughs> yeah, hopping. It's, it's, it's like the Pixar lamp. With a noise. Must be really horrible to be in a very, in like a, a very dangerous situation, but the noises of your running are very silly. <laughs> like a clown. Like a clown's like... Like honking feet. Oh no, people. It's one o'clock somewhere. Give me the coffee and no one gets hurt. Bless this mess. I like two things. Pals and Prosecco. And I'm all out of pals. One Prosecco, two Prosecco, three Prosecco, four. If the wife asks, I'm working. Keep calm and keep drinking tea. Tat Attack! It's Tat Attack. I love this new segment. I hope you do too. It's kind of my baby. Um, so I've got a lot riding on this. Uh, the, the channel might not renew Tatatank for another episode if this doesn't get enough um, overnight numbers. Um, now, I've, I've got a bit of Tatatank. Oh, please. I've got a Tatatank. And this is sent in on Twitter by... Um, oh, crap. Crap attack. Crap a pack. Uh, I can do one while you look. Yeah. Uh, Bill sent in this one. Have you seen this one, Phil? Oh yes, it's a shelf. It's a shelf at a well, a few shelves at a supermarket, and they're covered in drinking receptacles. Uh, they're drinking receptacles of the steel, like stainless steel, reusable mm-hmm. variety. Very in vogue. Very, um, very pro environment. Endorsed by Attenborough himself. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh no, I think just the general idea uh, of not of using reusable. Old Atty baby. Yeah. Uh, so let's go through some of these. They, they, these drinking receptacles, listeners, they have sa- saucy, fun, you know what, fun captions. And they're all, they're all written on there with that um, sort of semi-cursive uh, font that all these sort mm. of kooky, mad slogans are written with. Yes, and so here's the first one. I'm sorry, dot, dot, dot. I'm sorry. What's this on? What, what receptacle is this on? Oh, so it's on a reusable, reusable bottle. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Did I roll my eyes out loud? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Which would sound like... <laughs> <laughs> what is that noise? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I... Yeah. As they look at them again. <laughs> you mustn't talk about Emma. She has, she has audible eyes. <laughs> and she's very uh, touchy. <laughs> and she, she's genuinely um, embarrassed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I roll my eyes out loud? I'll try to be better. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was making my eyes audible again, wasn't I? Hey, Emma. Yes? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. You could hear that, couldn't you? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Then maybe that's what eye drops are. They're just like oiling your eyes so they don't well, make... 
I guess it's fitting that this message is on a water bottle because <laughs> if you get dehydrated and people can and people can hear your eyes scraping against the lids yeah, drink you, some water or you just jam the water bottle in your eye and turn it upwards Ooh. and liquidate it directly I'm sorry I'm sorry oh, did I roll my eyes out loud again but sorry. also okay so let's imagine what that really means if you go oh did I roll my eyes out loud that means that someone went yeah no I think that's a really good idea and you went oh, no like like oh you did a big sigh or you so yeah, no, you didn't roll your eyes out loud, but you're being a fucking asshole. You're being a cunt. If if you buy that water bottle and you mean it, you're a piece of shit. And I hope you die of dehydration. <laughs> oh, how one day you forget to refill your bottle. Yeah, and we can hear your eyes as you search for water with them. <laughs> Here's another one. I do marathons, and that's in big letters. Okay, okay I, I do, do marathons, marathons, but in smaller letters, it says at Target. <sighs> What does that even mean? Which, which is an, uh, Target is the a American shop, right? shop, yeah. I do marathon, so I, I just run around. I mean, that's still exercise. If you're doing a marathon, if you're doing 26 miles yeah. in a Target, that's still a marathon. Fair play to you. Yeah, well done. Be more decisive when you when you shop. Yeah, and very efficient way of uh, getting exercise in. You're doing, you're doing um, and then, little jobs. But then there's a love heart. There's a Not tiny love heart underneath. Nonsense. That's on a reusable mug. Target. Uh, it's... Oh, the, oh my god, I, I had to read this because it's partially turned away from the camera. It's mom's turn to whine. But whine is felt like the drink. Is it M-O-M? It is. Ah, so we're in America. Mom, target, target mom. mom. Mom, is mom's, it's good to know this, this, this dirge is. Also, uh, dirge? Your, your, your mom is drinking wine out of a mug. Your mom is worrying all the other moms. <laughs> Could, could, here's another one in curly whirly writing. Could you not though? Oh, what's but, that on? Uh, reasonable drink bottle. Though is T H O. Yeah. Could you not though? In case someone, an illiterate mom, read it and went, "Could you not though?" <laughs> could you not though? What is with all this sass? Haven't we spoken about the the um, sass epidemic? It's, yes. It will not end. It's it's almost like the best way to respond to things is with a, a kind of passive aggressive. As if your time is being imposed upon at every turn. Yeah, yeah, and your time is most important, and you've you've already got everything sussed. As if as if you're like Isaac Newton being harassed in the street for yet more solutions to scientific problems. <laughs> Could you not though? Uh, excuse, sorry, did I roll my eyes out loud? Uh, excuse me. Could you not though? I've got I'm off to perform experiments on my eyeballs with toothpicks. Do you know who did that? Isaac Isaac Newton. What did he roll his eyes out loud? Well, he squished them out loud. Well, turns out Isaac Newton is a proper cunt. He was a weird guy. He got someone hung, drawn, and quartered for something. I'm not sure. I beg your I beg your pardon. Yeah, Yeah, he 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 threw the apple. Wait a minute. No, stop. (laughs) Ah, it's too late. Um, he was doing experiments on light and how um bending materials um bent changed how light was refracted. Ooh. And he thought he, 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 the best way to experiment on, on this was to squish his own eyeball and see what happened to the image he saw. Ooh. And so he just got little pieces of wood and he'd stick them in to the side of his eyeball and just and like oh, squeeze them. No. And he got an eye infection. Well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> he was accidentally doing biology, wasn't he? Yeah. What happens if I put a fucking wood in my eye? He's uh, a, he's a, he's a he did a lot of alchemy. I know that. A lot of a lot of to make gold. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff which is verging on magic spells, like runes and symbols. Really? Well, he's a scientist, and he couldn't—he didn't know for sure it yeah. didn't work. So he was going through all of the stuff from like from nothing, from zero. What do they say that uh, 
magic is just a science we can't explain. Yes. Technology is... Any sufficiently mm. advanced technologist indistinguishable from magic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which iPhones yeah. count, probably. Yeah. Um, here's another one. Does running late count as exercise? Uh. <laughs> no. You can be slow physically and still run late. It's a phrase. Uh, I'm not bossy. I am the boss. Bloody hell. Uh. <laughs> it is a wall of horror, this. A yawn is a silent scream for coffee. Oh, I've seen this one about. Yeah. It's horrible. It's, it's actually the funniest. It is actually the funniest. <laughs> if if you see someone yawn next time and you think in your head they're screaming. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is funny. <laughs> As if nothing is more frightening to them than being tired, even for a second. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> is that all the drinking sass? Um, let's see it. Um, running late, done that. This one's quite esoteric. Life happens, coffee helps. Does life it? Life happens. When, I'm, when life is really happening to me, I find anxiety juice doesn't really... <laughs> it adds an edge. It doesn't take it away. Life happens, and so can poo if you drink coffee. Want to fire one out in the morning, but just don't have the time to sit and meditate till it's ready? Drink this horrifying bean juice, and you'll feel nervous but empty till noon. There you go. Uh, this one comes in from Bex. Um, it's, um, and it comes from, she says, upsettingly, this is unironically hung up in my friend's student flat. Mm. And it's a sign that says, remember... As far as any, this is on the inside of the door as you leave. So it's the inside of the door as you leave the flat. Remember, as far as anyone knows, we're a nice, normal family. Which right. is a strange thing to put up in a student flat. It's very sort of, uh, God, guys, all of us in this student flat, we're like some sort of family. And we're also a bit nuts. But don't let the world see. <laughs> they won't understand. Like the time we did that, um, like board, time, we all played that board game? By the time we played Cards Against Humanity, <laughs> and uh, we followed the rules exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just mad. It does so us to follow the rules of Cards Against yeah. Humanity and play it exactly as it was intended. Yeah, and, and, uh, 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 and, and for one of us to win the game uh, with AIDS, e ooh, that's exactly the sort of unacceptable fun that's marketed and sold in bulk as part of the Cards Against Humanity family. I remember when James put down the, the thing I want most in the world is grandma's dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so James. No, that is James. The, no, that is so James. When he said uh, uh, the best part about having sex with uh, an orangutan is and then he put in uh, uh, the gallons and gallons of blood. And that was oh, it was a horrible thing, wasn't it? But it was fine because we were friends. It's fine because it's on cards. We're all friends, and it's on <laughs> cards, so no one can be accused of thinking of it themselves. Uh, also, um, that sign could be very sinister. Remember, as far <laughs> as anyone knows, we're a nice, normal family. Remember, and also because it's, it's especially sinister because the word "remember" has its own sign at the top, remember. separate from the others. Rem and it's all caps. Remember. As far as anyone knows, we're a nice, normal family. All right? <laughs> Just uh, okay, hang, have a nice day, everyone. <laughs> hanging on the inside of, like, the Fritzel family home. <laughs> Just to remind Joseph Fritzel not to go blabbing. 
to anyone by mistake. I remember. And hey, I'm sorry. Joseph, how's it going? Yep, nice normal family. Thank yep, you. As far as you know, I'm a nice normal family. Uh, what, you are yourself a nice normal family? Bye. Bye. I can't hear go. you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to reference something as hacky and out of date as Fritzel, everyone, but it was the first fucked up family that came to mind. <laughs> and, you know, he did a lot of woodwork. Yeah. And all yeah. those signs, and you know those signs are wooden. I'm sorry. I'm not ready to forgive him yet. So... <laughs> We yeah. need to talk about Joseph Fritzl. That's <laughs> going to be the the big article. <laughs> Joseph Fritzl is cancelled, Phil. He's been cancelled. God, is no one safe? <laughs> uh, here's a doormat we got sent, Phil. Knock, knock. It's Prosecco o'clock. Oh, God. That's right, like a, a sort of Hindu KGB. Knock, knock. It's Prosecco o'clock. Please. They don't live here anymore. Please. Leave my... Also, what's really sinister about that particular photo is that next to the mat, to not knock, it's Prosecco clock. It's a bottle of Prosecco and a glass of Prosecco, but it's right up against a wall. The mat is just up against a wall. Yeah. Like, like knock, knock, as you're hitting your head against the wall. Knock, knock. Prosecco clock. Knock, knock. Prosecco clock. You've had to put your bottle and glass down, down to smash your head against this big wall. No, no. <laughs> I do remember our flat in Edinburgh, it made me really laugh, was our, our doormat in Edinburgh listeners, it said, welcome home. Um, but it said, welcome home as you were leaving the flat. <laughs> so it was as if like, the world is your home, but the place you sleep and cook in, in the living room and so on, all of that is this other world. It was actually a very optimistic mindset. Yeah, welcome, welcome home, home as you leave your flat. It's quite world, nice, yeah. isn't it? And every day I'd look at it and go, huh, huh. <laughs> In my own head, I'd do a little laugh. Um, whereas also, we also had lots of people spotting Koji productions and Koji as an ingredient in things as well. Oh, thank yes. you for that, listeners. Yes, thank you. Um, Are I'm, we out of tat attack? No, no. Oh, they're God, still tat. They're still tat. There's always tat. There will always be tat. Tat is like dark matter. It's just there, present. Scientists aren't sure quite how much there is in the universe of tat. Yes. But it's um, it, there's more tat than there is matter. Um, it's a Christmas gift that Jack uh, sent in, and it says uh, it's a big glass, and it says uh, on the glass it says I'm Gin the Mood. <laughs> and it also comes with in the box. It comes with a bottle of tonic water. It comes with ton- as if that's the hardest thing to obtain about drinking gin. <laughs> So it's obviously not for a, a gin and tonic enthusiast. Yeah, like, who would presumably have their ca- own tonic water. In case you don't. Also, and, and a glass already. I mean, this I've is. I've been drinking raw gin out of my cupped hands this whole time. Like a caveman tramp. I mean, this is the starter like, pack for a problem. Like, it's like everything. I was just trying to think who would drink raw gin from cupped hands. And my first thought was Grandma Caveman. <laughs> okay, that, that's a new character. Grandma, Grandma Caveman. caveman. I have knitted you a new leg. That's like, uh, um, uh, God rest his soul, the guy who did the voice for Lionel Hutz. He was on SNL and he used to have a sketch uh, character, which you should look up, listeners, it was very funny, called uh, Caveman Lawyer. Mm. And, it, and he, it was him all made up to look like a Neanderthal, like face putty and hair. But he was an attorney, like doing the summing up to the jury. Like, I might just be a simple caveman. Oh, he's in modern times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Like he's been unfrozen. <laughs> and he's he's a he's an attorney who's also a caveman and the way he wins all his cases is by saying uh, doing a big speech about how he's a caveman that's all sort of inspiring he's like i might just be a simple caveman uh, i don't understand your modern ways fire frightens me i think cars are the devil 
But even I can see that this man deserves six million dollars in compensation. It's, and everyone's always really like, yeah, they're clapping. <laughs> and the judge is crying. It's great. <laughs> Grandma Caveman. Grandma uh, Caveman. I'm Jin the Mood. And uh, the, the, the box it comes in says, pop fizz clink. <laughs> pop fizz clink. Pop fizz clink. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's something designed by idiots for idiots. Pop fizz clink. Pop, pop fizz Just clink. in case you don't know what, what this drink is supposed to sound like. Uh, are you Jin the Mood? What, the, what on earth do you mean? I, pop fizz. Oh, pop fizz clink. Oh, you've bought me a pop fizz clink. Thank you. I love pop fizz. Pop, I mean, that, pop, that, pop, pop fizz clink. Pop fizz clink is what uh, caveman grandma calls the gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> pop fizz clink. Beckoning. Me, me want pop fizz clink. Me, bring me pop fizz clink. Where pop fizz clink? Me, me like pop fizz clink. <laughs> me, me, Grandma Caveman. I like the me idea. Pop fizz clink o'clock. Grandma's Grandma Caveman's grandkids are normal, like modern. <laughs> grandma Caveman, you're so embarrassing, but she saves the day in the end. Like uh, pop fizz clink. Pop fizz clink. Like oh, you. What do you like, you you mad old bitch? <laughs> pop fizz clink. Pop fizz clink. Um, I think that was the last bit of tat I could find. Well, please keep sending in your tat. We absolutely love it. We want to see your tats. Love a bit of tat. Send in your tats. Yep. Titty tats. Show us your tats. Show us your tats. Get your tats out for the last. Oh, God, he's coming. Oh, get up, get up, get up, get up. Oh, come on, open, open, open. Oh, God. oh no, he's still going. No, please, no, please. Oh, God. I can't keep going much longer. Oh, no, no, no. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Phil, I, I just have a piece of important news for you. Uh, I think you should know about. Mm-hmm. Uncle, uh, Uncle Fatty's gone missing. <laughs> now I, I'm sure listeners know who Uncle Fatty is. Uh, didn't come up on the BBC News app. I, I got an alert. I got actually got rung by Naga Manchetti. <laughs> she said Uncle Fatty's gone missing, <laughs> and I said I'll be there in five minutes. Um, <laughs> 
So, listeners, if you didn't see this, this is a new story that I, uh, I've seen and I'm just a bit obsessed with. And the, the headline is Uncle Fatty, the Obese Monkey. <laughs> Fingers crossed it's not a person so far in the story. <laughs> or it's the level of rudeness here is unbelievable. The obese Monkey. The Obese Monkey, Uncle Fatty. <laughs> Uncle Fatty, the Obese Monkey, goes missing. <laughs> It's Uncle Fatty. The <laughs> obese monkey. <laughs> <laughs> he's fat. He's, bo- he's He's fat. He's big. He's round. He's rude. He throws his poo at you. It's Uncle Fatty. The obese monkey. He throws his poo at you. It's like the old 1950s animated intro. Yeah, Uncle yeah. Uncle Fatty. With the little diamond shapes appearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Blink, blink, blink. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Fatty, too fat to leap from tree to tree. <laughs> Some whole thing about, yeah. Anyway, the point is, look, he's gone missing. Yep. Uncle Fatty, the obese monkey, goes missing after falling off the wagon. Uh, like he started drinking again? I think so. It's not, I'm not. Uh, well, off a little wagon on the way to the zoo. I think it's because he started eating again. An obese monkey who became a cult figure due to his. <laughs> Where is this? <laughs> this is in Bangkok, in Thailand. Um, an obese monkey who became a cult figure due to his <laughs> massive size. Right, it wasn't his uh, personality, you understand. <laughs> Or his uh, his whimsical just thoughts. just like him for his body. It's sad. It is <laughs> it's sad. An obese monkey who. Beca- I just got, I love the idea of an like obese f- monkey. How did they let this happen? Who became a cult figure due to his massive size has been missing for five months. Wow, it's a long time for a fat monkey to be missing. Yeah, how do you lose sight of a monkey that big? That's right. The primate, nicknamed Uncle Fatty is feared dead after being not being seen <laughs> since February the 26th when environmentalists lost track of him in Bangkok, Thailand. They lost track of Uncle Fatty. They don't have to just look for very deep-set paw prints. <laughs> <laughs> or some really snapped trees. <laughs> Uncle Fatty's gone missing. Also, like, losing track of him, I'm imagining him pulling a sort of Jason Bourne style. They keep trying to get between him and donuts or whatever. Um, it turns out he ballooned to twice the size of a long-tailed macaque yep. at 33 pounds, which uh, is sort of 15, 16 kilos. Yeah, that's a lot for a monkey. 15 kilogram monkey. That's, that's a lot, a lot for Uncle Fatty. If you were p- to pick that, that guy up, you'd be doing work. You'd, you'd be, be, like, you'd be working out, yeah. yeah. Listeners, I encourage you to look up a picture of Uncle Fatty because, I mean, he... Wow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks like an English tourist. He looks like <laughs> He looks like um that that world's Britain's fattest man who was like the kind of mascot for that football team. No. He was like this giant blob of a guy and they did a big documentary about him trying to lose weight and yeah. stuff. Maybe he's dead. A subway know. guy. No, no, no. He was an English football team guy and he was like a legend at the stadium because he oh. would be there at every game eating like 100 pies and having Jesus. 10 pints of Guinness a game or something. He's got the similar... It's un- Uncle Fatty is not carrying it well, I'll say. No, that doesn't look natural. It, like, his belly, his flesh is flowing out over, the, over his legs. You can't see his legs. It's unclear to me how exactly... He looks like a darts champion. He does look like a darts champion. My word. Uh, he got to that big after tourists visiting Kunkala Monument kept feeding him on high-calorie food and drink. Mm. Uh, leave nothing about footprints. Concerned animal- nothing about photos, people. <laughs> Concerned animal workers sent Uncle Fatty, 20, to Fat Camp. 
to Fat Camp. Did you actually? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in 2017. I don't know who's running a monkey Fat Camp, but I want to set a sitcom in their, in their workplace. Listen, we... we Another slow day. Look, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring. What the, what's that? <laughs> no. You found one? How? I mean, look, I'm pleased. Don't look at a fat monkey, gift fat monkey in the mouth. How obese? <laughs> Uncle who? <laughs> yes, I've heard of him. I've had my eye on him for years. Do you think that uh, I would love it if the people who ran the, the, the monkey fat camp are really po-faced about it? Look, we, I run a tight ship here at, mon- <laughs> at monkey fat camp. No slacking at monkey fat camp. Okay. <laughs> there, are, there are no passengers at monkey fat camp. They say all that stuff you get in like U.S. Army yeah, recruitment. Yeah, yeah. You either lead, follow, or get out of the way at monkey fat camp. You gotta want this too, monkey. You gotta. Un- you gotta want this. <laughs> it's it's like Full Metal Jacket. You had best unfuck yourself. <laughs> I see guys walking down this line of fat monkeys, <laughs> all standing to attention. <laughs> um, so they sent him there, trying to get him to shed the pounds, but he fell off the wagon when he returned home because people were just giving him food again. Mm. A lot of the food in the picture appears to be pineapples and corn on the cob. Oh, that's all right. And a, a full carton of juice. Mm, juice has a lot of sugar. Yeah, especially if you're only 10 kilos to begin with. That's true. A carton of juice, a liter of juice is basically a kilo. A liter of water is a... Yeah, but you'll, you'll, you'll piss that. If you're a monkey, you'll piss a lot of that out. But there's a lot of sugar in juice. And monkeys might drink their piss. That's true. Maybe I'm... other monkeys drink Uncle Fatty's piss. Ah, he saw like a queen bee. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, they call him the sugar tap. He's a sugar daddy. (laughs) He's Uncle Sugar. The story, they call him Uncle Sugar. They only call him Uncle Fatty when he's not around. Sad. Now, this is where the story gets a bit confusing for me, Phil. Mm -hmm. We love Monkey Club. What? President. What? So there's a. It says, We love Monkey Club president. Well, it's good to know the We Love Monkey Club is democratic. Yeah. I can't tell you how many We Love Monkey Clubs are run like a fucking autocracy. Bloody banana republic. (laughs) 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 This monkey fat camp's run like some kind of banana republic. (laughs) Okay, now I'm going to. Listeners, don't cancel me over this, but I'm doing my best with this name, okay? I'm going to say it slowly. Kavina Fat. So Fat's in his name. Fat in it with a PH. So okay. it's cool, like in the 90s, Fat. <laughs> yeah. Kavina Fat Monkoltechachat. That's the name of the monkey? No, that's the president of We Love Monkey Club. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's Uncle Fatty's real name. No wonder they call him Uncle Fatty. Please after, address him by his real name. After that mouthful. <laughs> right, let's just call him Uncle Fatty. Look at that name. Look at that. So, see if you can say that quickly. Um, wow, Kavinafat Monkoltechachat. Monkoltechachat. Yeah. Kavinafat Monkoltechachat. He's actually, he's reloading a shotgun at the end of his surname. Monkoltechachat. Monkoltechachat. Wow. So he's the president of We Love Monkey Club, which I'm sure we've all heard of. So We Love Monkey Club president Kavinafat Monkoltechachat said monkey specialists. Yeah, we need them. Unnamed, okay, uncredited as ever, <laughs> had told him they thought Uncle Fatty was dead. <laughs> so evidently, the We Love Monkey Club is important enough for the president 
Mr. Kavinafat. Kavinafat. To be personally informed through his red telephone, the president, the president's <laughs> in the Oval Office. <laughs> so when, when, when the phone rings, you go. Ooh, ah, 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 we love Monkey Club. <laughs> President Kavinafat talking. Uh, Mr. President, we have some bad news about uh, Uncle Fatty. Uh, I always knew this day would come. <laughs> Please, is he? You think so? I see. So the camp, it did nothing. My God. He might have died of old age. Uh, he says he might have died of old, old age because Uncle Fatty has already lived beyond the average age. Oh, so, Just, so it's good for you to be an obese monkey. Clearly. Clearly. He also looked exhausted and didn't want to eat much. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> uh, Wait, every, this is the last time they saw... Five months ago. When they last saw Uncle Fatty, he looked exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) People like shoving pineapple in his face, huh? Huh? Oh, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) Please, no more. It's like Mr. Creosote. That Monty Python sketch. (laughs) Way for thin mint and all that. I'm tired of this. Tired of this life. That's why he fled his captors. Mr. Mongol Techachat will continue to look out for the monkey who had lived longer than the average for his species, to find out what happened to him. Fatter than the average monkey. (laughs) He added, Our staff always saw him sitting in front of the monument every time they came to feed the pack. But one day, he was just gone. We thought he was just sick and might have gone into a deep forest to heal himself. I think they're overestimating Uncle Fatty's medical knowledge. (laughs) But fair enough. Oof, guys, I don't feel good. I'm going to just go into the deep forest. And heal myself. Yeah. That's what I say to people. When I leave the table at dinner. Where are you going? Um, I'm just going to heal myself. In the deep forest. Okay, well, don't be long. I'll try. It's not really up to me. <laughs> okay, we've still got dessert. Don't, don't be long. Now, is your soul moved by the story of Uncle Fatty? Not really. Me neither. Are we robots? I know there are some people out there, Phil, maybe even listeners, who love animals so much that they would be absolutely heartbroken to hear about Uncle Fatty's travails. Whereas I was laughing from the moment I read the phrase... Morbidly obese monkey. <laughs> Look, Uncle Fatty <laughs> knew what he was doing. The food was available to the other monkeys, but they didn't overeat, did they? They I, knew when to stop. Do you think okay. it was a snowball effect? That once one monkey was a bit fatter than the others, the tourists thought, aha. Ah, this guy That's the guy food. to feed. Maybe. And as we've discussed before, in the Far East, you've, I remember you mentioned to me, they still have a very different opinion on eating lots. Yeah, and being a bit fat. Because I remember you telling me, was it, when you would eat a lot and people would be like, good. People were like, yeah, this guy. So they'd, pat, they'd pat my father on the back proudly. Really? Yeah. And, well done, Benny. He eats a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and my father said, thank you. Yes. yes. <laughs> thank you. Yes, I've, I've, I've made sure of it. I sent him to this camp to learn the ways of wise Uncle Fatty. So thank you. We're very, we're very proud. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Shout out and good luck to Uncle Fatty and everyone else in the We Love Monkey Club. Good luck, Uncle Fatty. Hope you're okay. So begins the 153rd meeting of I Love Monkey Club. Uh, first motion. Uh, it was a club vote. Uh, do we still love monkeys? Uh, so the motion is we, we all love monkeys. All in favor, raise your hands. Yep, there's everyone. All uh, against, don't raise your hands. 
Yep, no one. Okay, we still all love monkeys. Uh, that is the only motion. Um, meeting adjourned. Go enjoy your monkeys, guys. Ring Correspondence. It's correspondence, and we have one hot off the press. Hot out the loo. Sarah. Hi, From Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, couldn't be better. <laughs> don't, don't mean to scare you? Don't mean to scare her. Don't mean to scare her. Uh, yeah, scare yeah. her. Sarah, yeah, nice. Sarah, don't want to scare her. Uh, dear Phil and Pierre, traditional. Yes, back to basics, little classic stuff. I've been listening to your episodes almost since you started putting them out. Almost a founding farter. Almost a founding farter. <laughs> and, uh, and after all these hours of she, listening she's, to you. She's one of the, she's follow, she's one of the followed throughs. She's, one of, <laughs> she's, followed, <laughs> she's a turtle head. Uh, and after all these hours of listening to you, I've determined that you're the best people to ask for advice about this particular incident. Sure. Worrying if we're the best people, but nevertheless. Yeah, you've obviously um, exhausted all other alleys. Uh, I was in hospital recently because I had a thrombosis in a major artery in my head. Yeesh. Very sorry to hear that. What that is sounds... a th- thrombosis? Like a clog? Uh, yeah, like deep vein thrombosis. That's what you get on, on a flight, on isn't a it? plane, yeah. This one, you... Ugh, horrible. Yeah. Um, although, this, although this has nothing to do with digestion, um, we, hope, we hope you're okay, by the way, Sarah. Pooing was still a major concern for the doctors and nurses. Yes, it's the bread and butter. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> the food in hospitals is terrible. Yes. T-T-T-T-T-T. Anyway, uh, of course, uh, doctors and nurses, I was asked at least three times a day if I had produced any stool, mm. and I felt like I was disappointing them more and more each day by not doing my duty. Your duty. Or my duty. Yes. My duty. Like Americans, Call of Duty. <laughs> a joke that only works over there because they pronounce things weird. Ridiculous people. Silly. Of course, plenty of means for help were available. I started out by eating prunes. Tradi- yes. Tradition. Traditional. So traditional it's in cartoons, the prunes. Or poon. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, yeah, so I was all people eating. Pass me my prune oh, Pass me my prune juice. And she's drinking prune juice in this as well. I'm drinking prune juice. No luck. Mmm. Mm. Next, they gave me a powder that dissolved in water. Maybe mm. the fiber powder. Ah, yes, I've been drinking fiber powder for Ag- my poos. Again, again, no poops? Again, no poops. Gosh, what's it gonna take? Well, how's your fiber powder? Well, fiber the fiber powder doesn't actually make you poo. Mine doesn't make me poo. It just makes the poos healthy when they Helps become. them get along. Get, yeah, get it just gives them a little body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and nose. Yeah. Fine wine. Uh, they gave me a powder dissolved in water. Again, no poops. Then they gave me laxatives. Surely. Then a suppository. Wow, up the bum. Everything just peacefully joined the clog. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, a, like a protest where the police join in. <laughs> oh no, what the fuck do we do now? The we police... agree with these guys. That's, what, that's how the Berlin Wall fell. Ah. Well, the border guard just started helping people over the wall. <laughs> um, uh, 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 peacefully joined the clog and refused to budge. There was just one nuclear option available. Coincidentally, I had been listening to Bud Poo that morning. Wow, how about that? So this is the nuclear option that was available, Phil. To squeeze this rather large pouch full of some kind of poop-blasting gel directly into my anus. Wow. Science. Modern medicine. What can't they do? So there's a... What can't they do? A pouch, a large pouch of gel. Yeah. Just... 
like like like, like Bake Off. Yeah. Iced right into your into your into your bee hole. She'd been basted with poo gel. Ba- basted or, or or what's it called when Internally they only basted. Um yeah. inseminated. Yes, stuffed almost. Stuffed, yes. Like like a like jam and a donut. <laughs> Just injected. Ah <laughs> oh, yes, they are injected. Yeah. What do you think is in the gel that like do you think it stimulates the muscles because she's be... already tried laxatives? Is it like a relaxant? But... A relaxant or maybe a, a, an agitator. So all your bowel muscles start going, oh, oh no. Uh, maybe, and maybe. Just maybe. like wiggling it out? Yeah. My word. So, uh, directly into my anus. Following this, I was supposed to clench tight for 10 minutes. Hold. Hold men. Hold men. Hold. Uh, there will be poop this day, but not yet. Well, a really skinny guy at the front's like... <laughs> Like shaking, rattle, yeah. rattle, 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 and they do like a bit of wee. Yeah, yeah. Hits and the ground, like... and the other soldiers try to ignore it. <laughs> Old. <laughs> Don't fire till you see the whites of their eyes. Don't fire till you see the wipes of their <laughs> eyes. Um, Don't fire till you see the, the browns of their eyes. <laughs> the browns of their eyes. <laughs> advice for a, a hor- horrible advice uh, for timing purposes at a gay porn shoot. Don't shoot till you see the brown of his eye. <laughs> anyway, I, we, I don't need to help this situation be more about bums. It's all about bums. So, following this, I was supposed to clench tight for 10 minutes while the gel takes care of the holdup. Okay. Then go to the toilet and release the barrage. Ooh. Excellent military terminology there. I was also told not to flush because the nurse would need to inspect it first. Up, 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 up. Like a Crufts. Yeah. Little notepad. Yeah. Mm, mm. Good. Yes. Nice. Graceful. You know, really. Good teeth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Lovely fur. Oh. Reminds me of a good idea. Someone said, uh, like, <laughs> someone said, I'm really ill. How ill are you? My shits have teeth. <laughs> you get to hospital right fucking now. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. It's a horrible idea, isn't it? I guess owls, owl shits have teeth, or do they just hack it all up in that owl pellet? They cough that up. What do you mean? When an owl eats a, a rodent, yeah. it just swallows that shit. Ah. It just goes... Surely lots of animals you swallow it whole. Oh, no, they guess... But the owl will do... Will, is an owl pellet coughed up by the owl or pooped out by the owl? Mm. Anyway, it's basically like all the stuff from a, like a rodent that you wouldn't eat. Wow. It's just ejected in a little... Incredible. ...pod. Anyway... I guess this is a listener story about how they kind of became an owl. Let's find out. So, not to flush, because the nurse would need to inspect it first. I obediently followed these instructions, clenching tight for ten minutes while my parents looked on concerned. And proud, I hope. Her parents and proud. That's my girl. (laughs) Hold that anal gel. (laughs) Hold. (laughs) God, you got your parents there geeing you on? Yeah. Do you think you'd be more or less determined if your parents were being really mean? Like, she'll never do it. She never holds on to anything. Like, you know, like really horrible, really horrible mum there or something. Um, I obediently followed these instructions, clenching tight for 10 minutes while my parents looked unconcerned. Then I went to the bathroom as swiftly as I could manage with two IVs attached to my body. Wow, they don't make it easy for you. This is like some kind of horrible slalom course, some sort of obstacle course. It's like, yeah, tough mudder in the hospital. <laughs> it's tough mudder. If to mud was a new verb for shitting. 
I gotta go mud. Oh. That sounds like something a skater would say. <laughs> uh, oh, bro, I'd love to do the next pipe, but I've gotta go mud. <laughs> I gotta mud, bro. I gotta go mud. I mud myself. That's horrible. Yeah. I mud myself. <laughs> Awful. I must. We mud. must text Glenn Moore about this immediately. He loves a poop verb. Does he? Okay, mud. He Mud's a good one. That's a good one. Go mud. So. Two IVs attached to my body. Don't imagine that what came out was a powerful jet propelled from my rear end of the enviable type described in many episodes of this podcast. We I, I still had to work for it, she says. Oh, wow. So, you know, far from the kind of glorious explosion that we've heard described. Far from the bra-pinging veracity of Fern Brady. <laughs> the, the rocket launch arc of shit up the back of a wall. The sheer <laughs> abdominal power of Fern Brady. <laughs> the Hercules of shitting, as, as she is known. <laughs> um, I still had to work for it, says Sarah. Eventually, though, reluctantly, my bowels were emptied. I felt like a new, lighter woman. I emerged from the bathroom feeling victorious, but was met with a very concerned nurse who asked me, You haven't flushed, have you? No. I had obviously left my spoils of war okay. for inspection as instructed. Okay. Now, this is my dilemma. The nurse came out with, uh, out of the bathroom with a neutral expression on his face a few seconds later and then said nothing. Hmm. I said, so, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> how was it for you? <laughs> he seemed slightly taken aback, like he didn't expect me to ask for a review of my poop. Huh. Surely, the first person to want to know. He mumbled something about the colour being fine and the texture will improve in the coming days. I feel like I didn't handle this situation correctly, and maybe I've been thinking about it too much, but what else could I have asked? Wouldn't you have expected a full review after being told specifically that your poop needs to be inspected? They, I mean, they've really built, they really built this poo up, as did Sarah. Um, <laughs> but they really, they really built up the importance of this poo. I, I don't think it's fair for this nurse to be sort of um, incredulous about her interest. No, you, they've, what's happened here is poor patient-doctor communication. Mm. I think it would be fair enough if they'd said, don't flush it because we just need to look and make sure it's not full of blood. Okay. Because then she could have looked at it and gone, yeah, it fulfilled the basic requirement they were looking for. No need for further comment. Whereas by saying nothing, they've implied a world of poopy mystery. Yeah. That they could, they could divine her fate in the very fabric of the poo. And that they could come out only after three hours and go, well, you'll get married before you're 40. Like a, like a, like <laughs> like a, a, a palm reader, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you expect a review of your poo? I would. I would. I, I, I would. I mean, it's only going to make you uh, anxious not knowing. I think it's there. I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's the nurse going, all I do is check to make sure it's not, you know. I'm the blood checking nurse. You're going to have to want to ask the... The poo evaluation consultant. What what's what do you think is because necro necromancy? Yeah. Oh, is taking a turn? Because you know, there's like a, oh, I think it's something like ovomancy or ovomancy oh, that's okay. telling the future through eggs. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's all these things like so and so omancy. Uh huh. So and so mancy is like I knew an omancy from <laughs> ah, from, ah, from county ah necromancy ne ah old, ne old, man, old manomancy or necromancy 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 <laughs> I need to learn some county names for Irish county names Kildare County Kildare County, county Cork County Cork County Desmond County Desmond um 
Ooh, County Meath. Uh, County, County Yourself Lucky. <laughs> Count Dracula. <laughs> of the old Draculas. Uh, Leinster, Munster. The old Draculas. The old Draculas. <laughs> How much more or less scary would vampires be if they were just Irish? Because there's lots of old ruined castles in Ireland that they could live in. Ah, you'll you'll give us your blood. <laughs> ah, go on. Will you be having some blood? Then? <laughs> ah, go on, have some. You'll you'll be having some blood, won't you? <laughs> will Will you be wanting to be a vampire? Then? <laughs> Instead of a ah, the creatures of the night, what a beautiful music they make. You'll be like, ah, sure, those night creatures know how to hold a tune. It just wouldn't have any gravity. It would seem too down to earth and fun. <laughs> uh, it's all Paddy O'Mancy. Paddy O'Mancy. A lot of crosses to worry about. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> no wonder there are no Irish vampires. They're like those of, people. Fucking lot of burnt necks. Every yeah. grandma. Every fucking third person in the streets wearing one of those things. <laughs> um. So, uh, she just wanted our thoughts, and then she says uh, she has an uncool cool and a cool uncool. Okay. Uncool cool thing. Model photo shoots. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So these are yeah real models, professional yeah, models. Yeah. yeah. Modeling is a very cool job, obviously. But have you ever watched a video of the models posing while being photographed? Yeah, it is embarrassing. It looks like they're trying to do physical comedy unsuccessfully. Models just go from one awkward pose to another, looking completely ridiculous, while indifferent people look on, making sure that no shadow, hair, or speck looks out of place. It's an enormous amount of effort to put into a photo, <laughs> and the fact that they're usually selling some overpriced rubbish doesn't help with the coolness side of things yeah I, I saw like a video of you know you know how some some um um model shots will have a lovely lady sort of some sort of mid mid skip smiling at the camera <laughs> holding a handbag it's, yeah huh. um yeah it's a video of how you get that shot and it's just it is poor model going like <laughs> onto one leg and yeah. then come back yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not dignified it's like uh um i can only remember it by the name i call it on this podcast keep drumming or i'll punch you in the face oh yeah uh, whiplash whiplash it's like whiplash jump again yeah like the guy teaching the model how to be a model like her foot's just <laughs> bleeding <laughs> do it again look look whimsy look whimsical laugh at the salad <laughs> um and cool uncool thing taking a packed lunch to work when I was at school, I always thought that the children whose parents gave them money to buy lunch instead of making them sandwiches were cooler than me. That might have been true then, but now as a grown-up, it's a sign of how together you have it when you have the time and the foresight to bring lunch with you to work. It's true, it's true. It's true. If you could say, like, at some point either last night or, God forbid, this morning, I sat and crafted like a club sandwich. Mm. That's impressive. Mm. Everyone else is sitting there with their pret-a-manger. I don't know. A sandwich always looks sad to me. That you've made a and brought in a sandwich always looks sad. If you, if it's like a pasta, if you made a big batch of pasta, yes, on Sunday. Oh yeah, or it's, it's something fancy. It's it's like it's it's got something where you know the level of spice preparation uh-huh, uh-huh. is intense. Yeah. If someone brings in homemade minestrone, you'd be like, my god, <laughs> my. Days homemade pizza, because you are a takeaway. Oh, bring in the uh, leftover takeaway. You go. Oh no, I made it. <gasps> you are polaxed. <laughs> you are struck across the face by the sheer superiority of that. <laughs> You've made the pizza, F- flipping the dough and everything. Yeah, just in the morning. He's yeah. up. Oh, oh god, I'm <sighs> late. Um, <laughs> oh god, I'm late. Quick, 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 quick. 
Oh, and a quick note from Jane. Uh, hey, Buddingtons. Yes, thank you, Phil. I played Detective Barbie and no one else remembers it. So I'm yes. starting, to, starting to think it was an elaborate dream. Love the podcast. Keep jacking it. Uh, when you want, I'm not going to force you to do anything. Jane Doe, perhaps. And Jane Doe. Name. And I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but my younger sister, uh, Michelle, who is a good listener, also huge fan of Detective Barbie. Yeah. And and she also found it like quite noiry and odd. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty gnarly. I might try and see if I can dig it up. I wonder if it exists anywhere. It's got to be... It would be very funny for you to download a Windows 98 emulator purely <laughs> to play... Not Mario or any of the other like a classic games. Just Detective Barbie. Detective that's all Phil Barbie. wants. Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> sure, maybe I can find it. Yeah. Well, that's all for uh, episode 38, listeners. Uh, thank you for writing in. And do keep telling your friends to listen. Yes, and do send them more tat. I love the tat. We can't get enough of your tats. Show us your tats. Get your tats out. Get your tats out, and we'll get our tats out. We'll get our tats out. That's right. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 If you ladies leave Monkey Fat Camp, if you survive Monkey Fat Camp training, you will be a weapon of tourism. You will be a minister of tourism praying for photographs. But until that day, you are pukes. You are the lowest form of life on Earth that's nevertheless a complex mammal. You are not even human fucking beings because you're monkeys who are fat. You are nothing but unorganized grabtastic pieces of amphibian shit. Not amphibian, mammalian, I'm sorry. Because I am hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. I am hard, but I am fair. There is no interspecies bigotry here. I do not look down on orangutans, great apes, silverback gorillas, macaques, or the one with the big nose whose name I can't remember. Here, you are all equally fat. And my orders are to weed out all non-hackers who do not lose the weight to serve in my beloved monkey fat camp. Do you maggots understand that? <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.